0: Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church Fellowship at Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub, a Bible study program featuring the teaching ministry of my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. Today, we will be concluding a sermon in Pastor's Heavenly Authority series. We are currently in the section on the New Testament offices. And in this message, Pastor Greg has been giving an introduction to the office of the apostle. We have seen that the Greek word for apostle is apostolos, meaning one sent out or sent forth, and that it comes from the Greek verb apostello, meaning to send. And when we left off, Pastor was teaching that the New Testament describes Jesus Himself as the one sent forth from the Father, the Apostle of our confession. Before we return to the sermon, remember to check out our redesigned website at www.shiarjashub.org for the new features we have added, including a blog by Pastor Greg. And what's new at Shiar Jashub. And of course, you will still find hundreds of radio programs to help you in your walk with the Lord. Here now is the author of the award winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, Pastor Greg Scalzo.
1: So many of the hymns speak about this glorious time when the sadness of mankind stayed apart from Christ, was shattered, when the darkness was shattered and God breathed his life, God sent Apostello, his son, into the world at the appointed time. In Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4, but when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth... Ex apostello. God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem, to buy back those who were under the law, that we might receive adoption as sons. We're adopted children to God through Jesus Christ. Then on the evening of the resurrection, the disciples, the apostles, were assembled. And in John chapter 20, And verse 21, Jesus appears, and he tells them, so Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, apostello, I also send you. And really, all believers in Christ are, in a sense, sent into the world, sent out to proclaim the good news of salvation, In Jesus Christ. At the Last Supper, Jesus prayed for his disciples. In John chapter 17, in verse 6, he says in his prayer to the Father, I have manifested, I have made known, he has revealed the name of God. God is that he is. In him there is no darkness at all. He is life. And we have the manifestation of what Yahweh, I am that I am, means in Jesus Christ. Because he is the only human who ever lived who is. Who is total purity and holiness and goodness. He says, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me. And they have kept your word. Then down in verse 15. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them. Set them apart to be holy. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me, apostello, into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. And then he goes on to say in verse 20, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Not just for the disciples, not just for the apostles. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their Word, all believers, all believers, really we're all commissioned, sent out to tell the good news to every creature, to make disciples of every nation, all those who believe. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And everyone has really this responsibility, every believer in Jesus Christ to tell the good news of the salvation, to bring light into the darkness of the world around them. But there is clearly in the New Testament a special office of an apostle, apostles, men appointed by Christ for a special function in the church, anointed and sent out into the world as agents, as representatives to whom Jesus gave special training and to whom Jesus delegated special authority for certain tasks, a special messenger, a special instructor, establishing the foundation of what we mentioned before, the household of God, as it says in Ephesians 2.20. And I believe in the weeks that we'll pick up the Heavenly Authority series, we'll see in our study that this designation apostle is applied at several levels, with the highest obviously being the 12 apostles that we read about in the Gospels. Just how important was the ministry of the 12 apostles? If you look ahead into the future with me for a moment, in Revelation chapter 21, In chapter 21, we read about the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem, the new heavens, the new earth, the eternal condition. And we read in this new Jerusalem in verse 12, there are 12 gates. And on the names of these gates are the 12 tribes, the children of Israel. People will go into the new Jerusalem only through the name of a Hebrew tribe. The gates into heaven have the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. And they were told down in verse 14. Now the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Twelve foundations. That's how important this office and the work of those twelve men were in this office of the apostle. That they formed their names are on the foundations of the walls of the kingdom of heaven. So with that background, let's look at Matthew chapter 10 for a few minutes. And we'll obviously have to pick up Matthew chapter 10 in future weeks. But let's just see a couple of things in it. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, And when he, Jesus, had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. He gave them power. Remember his will? He decides, he determines, he calls them. You know, in in sometimes in ancient Judaism, the learner would seek the teacher, what teacher they wanted to learn from. This is just the reverse in the Gospels. Jesus calls whom he wants. He chooses whom he desires to, and he calls of his disciples these these 12, and he gave them power. Some of your translations will say he gave them authority. Exousia, it means authority, privilege, force, competency, capacity, mastery, jurisdiction, power, right, strength. He gave them this authority, this power. It is his will, and we're looking at the characteristics of the apostles And here's two given to us straightforward. One, they have the authority, the power to cast out unclean spirits, evil spirits. And people might laugh today that there is a spiritual realm. It's taken a long time for people to accept the fact there are angels. Years ago, people would laugh at angels. Now everyone kind of accepts that there are guardians of good. But there are demons also that grab people. They're unclean spirits that grab people. They don't even know it. They do things they don't want to do. They do things they know they shouldn't do. And they're trapped by it. They're addicted to it. And it goes beyond just a physical addiction many times. And a spirit's on them, and Jesus Christ casts away the spirit to free them and set them free. These apostles had authority to cast out unclean spirits. And, secondly, to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. They had the healing, just as Jesus cast out demons and he healed the sick. Everyone that came to Jesus was healed, except those with little faith. They now have this power, this authority. And then in verse 2, we have their names. Now, the names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon, who was called Peter. He's listed first in all the accounts. He's the head of the 12. Andrew. His brother, Peter's brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, John who wrote the Gospel of John, and obviously Peter, Andrew, James, and John are the four we're most usually most familiar with. Philip, in verse three, Bartholomew or Nathaniel, he's called in the Gospel of John. Bartholomew means son of Tomai, so his name is probably Nathaniel, the son of Tomai, Nathaniel Bartholomew. And then you have Thomas, who was called the twin in the Gospel of John. And then you have Matthew, the tax collector. His original name is Levi, Matthew, Levi. Then you have James, the son of Alphaeus. Lebeus, whose surname is Thaddeus, and this would be Judas, the son of James. Um, Jude Thaddeus, and sometimes you don't read the Jude part because they don't want you to get confused with Judas Iscariot. So this Labias is Judas Thaddeus. He's the son of James. And then you have Simon the Canaanite or the Canaanian, which is the Aramaic for Zealot. And then last you have Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. And then verse 5, these 12, Jesus, what? Sent out, apostello, he sent forth, saying. And Lord willing, the next time we do the study, we'll see the commands that the Lord gave them. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your holy word. Father, we pray that we would receive with all our hearts he who was sent out, your son, one with you in being, who shines forth your light, that in this darkness of this world we might see the glory of God. Father, God, help this generation to see clearly Jesus. In his name we pray.
0: Pastor Greg's award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, is available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com and other sites where books are sold. It is available in paperback, hardcover, and ebook formats. For more information, go to pastorgregscalzo.com. And remember, you can hear this program and hundreds of other Bible study programs. Read articles and find directions to our 10 a.m. Sunday service at the Madison, Connecticut Memorial Hall at shiarjashub.org. Please join us next time for shear Jashub.